Welcome to the show. We're going to post them soon, I promise. I promise. Yeah, you haven't posted any of them. Why am I even here? Do I even exist? Is this real life? Fucking Hunter, like, you know, it's hard enough to get him to answer the phone. So I have to get him to send the intro lead-in music. Got it yesterday in video form. So (laughs) I have to put that back into audio and then put it in the audio. I'm pretty sure I know how to do that. It's probably easy, but I just got it yesterday, so that's the reason Fucking speed up. I know, but I like it. I like doing it anyway. Stop thinking about your philosophy and economic freedom and do something useful for once. I love America. I'm a white-pilled American. (laughs) I'm hopeful for for the regime change. Yep. You know. Um... All right, what I'll do? What do you want to talk about first? Hmm. Let's talk. Let's talk about the falling off the cliff. Oh, okay. I gotta find this. Uh, this is so funny. This damn news <laughs> title. Because huh. this is just. I don't think I've ever heard of more misfortune in one story ever. No. See if we can find it. I'm trying to refrain from saying anything before you say what it's about. All right, Freddie. Man helps daughter with one arm rescue. Mom who was dangling off Oregon Trail. <laughs> Quote, very scary. <laughs> Footage of the harrowing scene shows Taylor Root helping the distressed woman to safety. Guy's name is Taylor. He's from Oregon. That makes sense. <laughs> Helping the distressed woman to safety after she fell off a trail at Oregon's Multnomah Falls. Okay, number one, I was under the impression I, I don't, I remember watching it. I didn't remember the setting. I was under the impression this was like at a cliff and she was <laughs> at her death. But now reading this, this is just a trail, so it's like a five foot See, drop off. This is what I have always been so confused by how people like even cliffs. Like, how the fuck are you hiking and you just fall off a cliff? I just have never understood that. The, well, this is the problem with nature. Like, everybody loves to, like, think, oh, nature's great. Nature's great when you can go in and come out uninhibited. That's yeah. what most people do. But when you are dealt with with the full might of nature, you get fucked. And then you're like, oh, my God, how could this happen? You get mauled by a bear. You get mauled by a fucking mountain lion, whatever it may be. No, we're like the people that are like, let's go off the trail. I'm like, have you never seen a fucking horror movie? Right. Yeah, have you exactly. Never, have you never had any any ounce of common sense in your life? Like, sure, I can't walk and drink water at the same time, but I know damn well I would never just like misstep so much that I fell off a fucking cliff. I know. I, I completely agree with you, but the realization Dude, is... Dude, this was just for clout. She re- definitely chose to push her mom off, or her mom was like, hey, push me so that you can catch me with your one arm and this can be like a miraculous... Yeah. But then it didn't even end up working because somebody had to come help. Well, um... PR stunt. <laughs> I remember them being Hispanic. So what I imagine happening is um, they got off their shift at the farm. Oh and then uh, uh, Mama and Hermana 
go for a little walk. And then the mama jumps off the cliff because she's like, I'm going to kill myself because we work on a farm and my daughter has one fucking hand. Yeah. And the daughter's like, no, you can't kill yourself because I need my bionic arm. (laughs) And I'm counting on you. My whole thing is when I heard this, I was like, out of all the people that that could happen to, that is the worst person for it to happen (laughs) to. Dude, you could have I, had the reverse. I said this in the car. You could yeah. have had the reverse. You could have had the the girl with one arm fall off. Because then it's less weight on the other side. Less weight on the other <laughs> side. And something to hold on to makes it easier. But <laughs> the fact that the one-armed person is the one helping them up and the fucking useless mother's now dangling How off the cliff. How did she even balance? That's my question. What? You know, she's holding, she's catching her mom, which like... You know, if you're, if I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, if you have one arm and you know you're going to catch somebody, your body's going to be turned to the side. How the fuck was she balancing without her other arm? You see what I'm saying? What probably was the case is that this was not even like a, a steep incline. This was just a, <laughs> a hill. Ba- yeah, hill. <laughs> and because you know, old people, they fall over a stair, they have to go to the ER for yeah, life alert. four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So she was probably like barely tilted off her axis and <laughs> then just had to be so gently supported by her one armed daughter. That's the real problem. <laughs> Just two arms, it would have been fine. I have to tell you something so funny that I just remembered. So at the studio that I dance at, um, there was this girl who used to dance there. She came in probably when I was like my freshman year or something, and she had one arm. And so I vividly remember, no, this had to have been before my freshman year. I don't remember. It was at the old studio, so probably like eighth grade. She comes in and she's watching a tumble class and Mr. You know, um, he's like, he's like, Hey, I'm going to need you to, (laughs) he said, I'm going to need you to do a one-armed cartwheel, a one-armed front walkover and a one-armed back walkover. And I don't know why I think that that's so funny. Fuck yeah. He was like, I don't know why it's funny. I mean, I get why it's, like, useful, but it's just the fact that, like, he was like, yeah, we need to show this one-armed girl that she can do gymnastics. Oh, he was saying that to you. Yes. Like, he made me show that. Okay. Interesting. And, like, now I think back, and I'm like, because she just was watching the class, and I'm like, I think back, and she's probably like, this is so awkward that this girl is doing gymnastics. She has to act. (laughs) With the one arm. Right. It was so funny. And she was like, I remember her being the most like deadpan, emotionless. She barely talked to girl ever. Oh, yeah. And so she's just sitting there like. Yeah. Nobody with one arm is super joyful. Yeah. It was also because like it it wasn't. I feel like it's different if you were just born that way. But her arm literally got cut off. Why did it get cut off? She was in a car accident. And the car door swung open, literally closed, chopped her arm off. Yeah. Fuck. And then apparently, like, they were out there for so long that, you know, there's only a certain amount of time that you can, like, reattach a body part. Okay. So it was like, I think they tried to do it, like, right at the end of that time frame, and it, like, rejected from her body. So she just, like, lost her arm. So it's sad, but... 
Damn, boy. And How it was the like, fuck are you reattaching a limb anyway, though? No, I know. That's crazy. That didn't make no sense. I had a friend who, like, nerves and accidentally arteries. cut her finger off, like, with this big-ass knife. And she literally, like, went and got it reattached. And it works perfectly fine. What the fuck? See, I, I guess it's because your nerve endings are still alive. It's like when you cut a chicken's head off and it's still running around for a little bit. Or, like, if you get fresh meat from any type of animal, like a cow, you can see it's, like, nerves still moving. Have you ever seen those videos? Yeah, sometimes. Like, with a snake, you can you can fully, like, skin a snake and all that shit, and its spine will still be moving. It's like cutting worms. That shit's so fun. Well, not really. Yeah, it is. You yeah. cut them in half, and they just become two new worms. Because they have, some, like, 14 heads and one tail. <laughs> there's some bug. Um, it's like a worm. I saw it the other day. I know exactly what you're talking about. What? That, like, can... Or maybe it was a lizard. There's a lizard that can, like, dismember its tail from its body. And then it, like, if a predator's coming, and then it'll hide. It'll, like, burrow its tail so that it's sticking out so it looks like... It's in there, and then it'll, like, run away and hide. That's interesting. Yeah. That is not what I was going to say, though. <laughs> what an odd guess. <laughs> well, I, I realized that after you said a worm, then it took a couple seconds for me to process that, and I was like, wait, I'm talking about a fucking lizard. No, I'm going to I'm gonna develop that power. I'm going to buy that one on the skill tree. No, yeah. Um, this, this bug, I can't remember what it was called. You could cut off its head. And then the body would grow another head with the same, like, memories as the head that got severed. That's crazy. So it developed the same exact brain. Dude. That's wild. Bugs are insane. Yeah. Like, like the you, fuck don't we do that? No, I know. Like, you know, I'm obsessed with bugs. Um, but it's, it's just crazy how the more, like, I, I was like... When I was little, I was, like, really, really obsessed with bugs, and I would collect them and stuff. And when I learned, I, what? That's weird. It's cool. And I developed, like, I did a whole science project on rhinoceros beetles. And everybody else's was, like, on volcanoes and stuff. And I was like, do you know what the exoskeleton of a rhinoceros beetle is made out of? And I made a whole model of it. And Mom was like, oh, my gosh, so cute. Anyways, so there was this one time that I was drinking, like, tea or something. I was, like, probably elementary school, maybe middle school. And I leave for two seconds. I come back. I go to drink it. There's a praying mantis in my teacup. Yummy. And so I go, and I was like, oh, weird, but it's fucking cute. Let me grab it and put it in my little um, bug terrarium. Okay. Well, the thing is, is you remember every time we would go to Alabama and like, if we would go to uncle Marty's house and he would have like a bunch of lizards and I would take them and put them in a water bottle and bring them back here. Mm -hmm. So I had lizards in there at the time. I had four of them and I put the praying mantis in there because I don't, I think my bug terrarium was full. (laughs) So I put it in there. Um, I come back the next day and it had gouged out all of their eyeballs Yeah, and I was traumatized. And then, so I was like, I have a vendetta against praying mantises. I think they're cool as fuck, but like, they're like demonic. You know, they, after they mate, 
with their mate, female praying mantises, eat their head? I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Honestly, they're the original feminists. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so the female kills the male? Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Just eats its head off. Fuck yeah. That's great. Take, Take notes. No, for real. Like, I wish we could do that. Um, those things are like insanely strong for their body weight. Like those in ants. I remember, um, I'd, I'd seen like An a ant video. Carry, what, like a hundred times its body weight? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like that's like us like lifting up a car. No. Yeah. It's like the equivalent. <laughs> lifting up a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but I saw one video of like this lizard going to eat this praying mantis. It's on Nature's Metal, one of the best accounts ever. Just gory exhibits of nature. Gotta love it. And uh, this praying mantis just fucking, it says mink and fucking zuck. Yeah, it just, it has sharp ass. Yeah, and it's strong as fuck. It held this motherfucker in its arms. Yeah. Like, damn, you, that, that skinny and you fucking doing that? Yeah, somebody asked what I want to be. They're like, in a perfect world. What would you want to be when you grow up? I'd be like a fucking praying mantis. The facts. Like. I mean, you're already close. You got the attitude of one. Yeah, true. Fuck all men. I wish I could do that. Yeah. Okay, if you, if you were, let's see. We can do this for both, both genders. Well, there's 63 of them, but for sake, we'll say right. sex, male and female. Um, Sorry, sue me. Anyways. Um, so if you were a praying mantis and let's, let's just say for the sake of this, that both male and female praying mantis do that gouge out eyeballs and eat heads, pick three female celebrities or public figures that you would choose to do that to. Taylor Swift. True. We were talking about that in the car. No, Taylor Swift is definitely one. (sighs) We were talking about earlier how... About once a week, I DM Taylor Swift on Instagram to go fuck herself. I hope she sees it. I really do. No, I really doubt it, but I hope so because what Taylor Swift has done is irreparable. <laughs> she has established this culture. It's the Nashville breed of white women mm-hmm. who are the ultimate. Because see, okay, people out in the country have no style, but they have good politics and they're good people okay yeah the people in the city have terrible politics but they have good style true so you get like you know you get two sides of the coin the taylor swiftonites the swiftonites i'll call them have (laughs) settled and colonized nashville Mm -hmm. and you know exactly who they are yeah they wear the long skirts they wear the cowboy boots cottage core they wear the wide-brimmed hats yep they love kale White Claws, all that shit. They have the politics of like a a woman with blue hair in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. but they look like they're from like Texas. Yeah. Okay. So they're the worst of, they look horrible. They look like Utah girlies. Yes. That is exactly what they look like. And you want to know, get this more specifically than White Claws. And you're gonna, you're gonna. When I say this, okay. you're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, I see it." Okay. It's always the big boy truly tease. 
Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, that, it's is, always that, that. is what it is. And it's I'm not just saying that drink. because I know a hardcore, the most hardcore Swifty ever from my school, and that's her go-to drink. Of course. So yeah. I just know that. It's a fact. They all, if you like Taylor Swift, because I know a guy that likes Taylor Swift, and he has morphed into that. Yeah. You morph into the forementioned Swift tonight. Yeah. Everybody. I don't care who you are. You st- you like when you listen to t- what's the new album called? Is it, what is it like folklore or something? Some Evermore? bullshit that means nothing know. but like has some. And deep it's meaning. like Taylor's version. She's right. reclaiming her identity. Shut reclaiming up. Okay. Reclaiming her identity. This is She's this been is famous what, since she was four. Yeah, this is what I hate. All right, because this is like a trend with celebrities now. Is like redoing their own version blah blah blah. which it and this is this what i believe it started with because and this is the good example it started with kesha because she broke from her but she broke from her record label and she started like doing all her own stuff but it wasn't even like she wasn't remaking her songs in her version she would because i feel like that's just a clout thing like that's just being like I don't know how to explain it. That's just what like a What does that even thing. mean? What? what? What is... It's like... Like... So Demi, you have a Demi song Lovato. with this record label, and then you do another version of it yes. later? The yes. way you wanted to do it? Yeah. So it's all like right. Taylor Swift made all these albums, like Taylor's version. Blah, shut up. Like, at least do what Kesha did in reclaiming her identity, and just do a new type of thing that you want to do because basically if you do that you're using the same premise and the same song as what you what you quote unquote didn't want to do i don't give a fuck if it's taylor's version or demi's version or even miley cyrus's version and i love miley cyrus sorry not sorry but like it's just what i don't okay well fair but it's like I just don't get it. I really don't what get what is, this fad is. What it is is laziness. Because I agree. you're taking the same song and, and making just, a little bit edgier. It. Yeah. Because you ran out of ideas. Because yeah. you're too busy getting drunk, fucking like Drake or some other cuck celebrity. And then you're like, oh shit, I actually have a job that I have to I have to keep paying my million dollar per month mortgage. Yeah. So I need to fucking release something. So you put this whole spin on just using the same song. You just the tune a little bit. Maybe you sound sad while singing it. And then you disrespect feminism by saying, I'm reclaiming my identity. This is my version. How is she disrespecting feminism? Disrespecting the premise. Like you're using your laziness and you're you're masking it to be feminism. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. That's so... That sounds so cringy that I say that, but I'm right. No, you're right. I don't like how she is so liberal. And I'm not even saying it because, like, I'm not liberal. I'm saying it because if you're a country slash pop person, you cannot be a liberal. You (laughs) cannot be progressive and be country. That doesn't work. It's like a rapper. It's like a rapper who respects women. Exactly. That didn't work either. No, no. I don't care if you're a feminist. You don't want the baby talking <laughs> about equal rights for women. No. You want your country stars to, you know, be um, disproportionately adverse to melanin. 
I'm not saying it's <laughs> right. I'm just saying it is what it is. And that's why people of color don't like country. One, because it's dog shit. It's it is terrible. dog shit. Oh my gosh. But two, it's not the brand. It's not the fucking brand. Uh-uh. It's like with all these football players who are like, uh, Colin Kaepernick was like, um, black equality can't be achieved through capitalism. How the fuck How? do you think you got an, on a football team? Where's the USSR's NFL? Yeah. Go go try that over there. It's just so... I, I Stay in your fucking lane. It's literally just, what can I say to get people, to get more fans, to get more money? That's literally all it is. Yeah, and, and clinging to this new, like, uh, pol- political fad. Yeah. You know, like Colin Kaepernick kept his mouth shut because he was a good quarterback until he became the second string. Yeah. That's when he started talking about it. And it's like back when, um, I think this was back in um, when the whole thing about legalizing gay marriage was the issue. And, you know, there were states who like, or maybe this was... After the whole thing of the bakery refusing to make, like, a wedding cake for two women, Mm -hmm. which, big fucking deal. Just go get a different cake. Like, you know, not, I'm not saying that, like, that's, like, a right thing to do or whatever, because genuinely, like, whatever, but just go get another cake. Right. Like, just go, and the thing is, is, is this man had given, like, he had made cakes for them in the past, like, was, you know, it wasn't because they were, he didn't refuse to serve them products because they were gay, it was just, he was like, well, I just don't want to make a wedding cake, Mm -hmm. and so... You know, it's a complicated thing, but just when that whole thing happened and that blew up and ruined his business, ruined his life, like all this stuff, that's when Taylor Swift all of a sudden was like hopping on the, uh, I won't be performing in Nashville until we have a governor who uh, makes this right and blah, blah, blah. Then you notice when that wasn't a fad anymore, when the fuck has she ever said anything else about like any type of gay rights? Besides like at her concerts being like, woo, gay people. Yeah, when it's cool. And the thing is, is like you can say all the shit you want about that, but you're not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. Like practice, practice what you preach. Well, now all the artists... And you have the power to. It's different than, like... Because you're a public figure. You have, like... You have the platform to do something. And, like, yeah, everybody does, kind of. But especially you. Like, people know who you are. Like, you can walk into the fucking White House and be like... Yeah. Hey, what's up? Let's talk about this. So, if anybody should be doing something, it should be you. Like... I can't just have the but, same power to go out and walk into the White House and be like, give gay people rights. Yeah, but they shouldn't. They should keep their mouths No, shut. agreed. Like, you have been... Taylor Swift got famous one. How old was she? Roughly. Like 14, Okay, 15. 14. So, when, you know what I was doing when I was 14? discovering my penis and trying booze for the first time. <laughs> so when you're, and I've had a lot of experience then when you're 14 and you've been famous and pretty much a millionaire that whole time, yeah, you've been stratified from society. 
I know you mean well and you want to be a good person. All right, fine. You don't know what it's like to be a regular human. Yeah. So don't be lecturing half the country because the reality is half the country does not agree with gay marriage. I, I don't care whether you want to say it's right or not. Half the country yeah. does not agree with it. So don't be standing on this pedestal that you have been put on by everybody else who listens to your music and looking down on them saying, hey, gay marriage is right, you little dumb, ignorant fucker. Yeah. Like that's, you know, shut up. When you're an actor and what you do is act, because in all reality, you contribute no value to the economy. Yeah. You don't do nothing. Mm -mm. You're not helping out trade. You're not putting a dollar in anybody else's pocket. Mm -mm. You're creating entertainment. We don't need entertainment. People can go back to bandages around a campfire if we really Mm -hmm. need to. So shut the fuck up. And when you're Leo DiCaprio and you're DMing women and you say, hey, how old are you? And they're like, I'm 16. He's like, okay. Two I'll years you later. you're 25. Two years later, 18th birthday, DMs him. Hey, yeah. how you doing? And then you want to talk about equality for women? Exactly. Are you fucking kidding me? It's like, I, and that's why I have so much respect for the celebrities who actually use their platform. Like, um, like Ashton Kutcher and Blake Lively being two of the biggest advocates for, um, I think it's. I think it's human uh, trafficking. Yeah, human trafficking, which is an apolitical issue. Yeah, exactly. But thing. it's been politicized so much, and yeah, whatever. now you're somehow now you're a, a right wing conspiracy exactly. theorist if you believe in exactly. I don't really know how that got twisted in the loop, but yeah, it's and so them and then. Um, who Ryan Reynolds is? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Those are the people, and like how you know this is controversial because blah blah blah. Amber Heard, Johnny Depp, whatever. But Johnny Depp donated, I'm pretty sure, pretty much all of the money he won from that defamation trial to charity. Huh. Interesting. Exactly. So besides the whatever, like million dollars, two hundred fifty thousand dollars that he had to pay her for whatever yeah. reason. But now, you know, she's writing a tell-all book, and she's about to take him back to trial. Oh, great. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, like, girl, you made a fool out of yourself the first time, but then it's crazy because people are still... You're going to come this back is, again. Exactly. And this is regardless of me, like, loving Johnny Depp since I was a child. Right. Like, this is just me, objectively speaking, that... It, it just blows my mind that now there are people still that, like, are like, no, she's telling the truth. She got gypped. She got wronged. Blah, blah. Shut up. Shut up. What it's a lot like, because you have, it's a real interesting thing when uh, a woman gets a hold of a lot of power. Hillary Clinton, for example, when she lost the election in 2016, and I know... It was rigged, and I know it was rigged then, but it wasn't rigged in 2020, and I know that makes me a Nazi, but she wrote the book, What Happened, right? And that book was put in the front of the Barnes & Noble store. I used to go to Barnes & Noble all the time. Didn't see a single copy missing, ever, not ever. Nobody wanted to buy the book. You write a 400-page book about why you lost an election? Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody. Yeah. 
But what they do is they cling on the power. Mm-hmm. They get a little taste of it, and they just want to stay there. Yeah, and this is... This is going to sound like sexist, but it's true. And also, we all know I'm not sexist. I'm saying that women who are in power um and then you know something like that happens or whatever it's automatically just because they're a woman which you know i'll say for lack of a better term there women get gypped a lot in society still and that's just like a fact and everything but it's like you can't use that as like the get out of jail free card like the i lost because i'm a woman no no you lost because you suck Right. That's the quote of the day. No, you lost because you suck. And then, you know, men get power. It's like two sides. Like, women women get power, and all of a sudden, like, every single person that wrongs them is because they're sexist. Men get power, and they just rape everybody. So, it's like you can't win. (laughs) Yeah. I'll tell you the shitty thing about women right now. (laughs) Because there's a lot, but I'll tell you this one thing. You, You kind of have to be an idiot to like approach women the conventional way and it's like this this interesting thin line that no man can walk because Mm -hmm. it's impossible where if you don't approach women you are somehow slut shaming and you're a prude and all this shit Mm -hmm. but if you do you're a rapist so like what do you do do you what you have to do is go is go out this is how you approach a woman you go up to them. You say, hey, my name is blank. Yeah. Now, the, if they're not receptive, then you instantly kowtow. You know what kowtow mm-hmm. is? You get on your knees. You kiss their feet. And yeah. you say, I'm sorry. And then you walk away. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get pegged by them. I don't know. If they say yes, you can proceed. But if it's like a, a tree, right? Mm-hmm. And so if they say yes, you keep going to the next level. But then if they say no... Back to Cowtown. Yep. You're back to circle one. So they're like setting up this system where, um, and I hate to like, this is going to sound so bad, you know, but they're like the objectification of women. Blah. But then a bitch will get on OnlyFans. It's like you are objectifying yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would I I I don't objectify women mm. usually. I do. Shut up. I'm just kidding. Um but when a girl solicits herself online for pictures and you should have the right to do that, absolutely. Yeah. Um aren't you then becoming an object because what gets purchased? Objects or people? Mhm. Objects. Yeah. Right? You're commodifying yourself. Yeah, and you know the whole premise behind it is like, I'm reclaiming my body, like, yada, yada. I don't know, but I don't think I don't think that people should do that. Well, do whatever the fuck you want, you know? But then it's like if... And th- this was in a show I watched, so this is probably... It's like if, you know, a girl is posting like workout videos or like videos of their body or whatever and not that they can't do that because there's nothing inappropriate about it at all like go you whatever but 
then get mad if a guy's like in real life is like oh i saw like your workout story like you know you're looking really good like keep up the good work or something like i don't you understand you think you could say that to me i know yeah it's like that and i'm like <laughs> yeah. if if any dude ever said that to me i'd be like oh thanks like yeah you know as long as they're not like Oh my gosh, you look so good. And I feel like a lot of it's in the tone too. Like I've definitely had guys like come up to me at the bar or something and they say something that's like not offensive, but it's like the way that they say it that I'm like, oh, but then you just leave. That's what I don't understand is like, if that happens, I just say, oh, I like, I got to look for my friend. Sorry, I'm waiting for my friend, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like if a guy comes up to you and is like, hey, what's your name? My name's blah, blah, blah. Like, I saw you. You're super pretty. Like, whatever. That's the statement. But if a guy comes up to you and he's like, which you can't see my face, but if he's Mm -hmm. like, hey, I was watching you and you're just, you're just so He's pulling Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's it. I, I feel like a lot of it is about tone, you know, so that definitely makes a difference, at least in my opinion. You know, there's a lot of girls who get offended if a guy comes up to them at all. I usually don't have, like, issues with that because I'll go, I'm not afraid to, like, go up to a fucking guy. Right. But the thing is, too, like, I feel like women can also be fucking creepy to men. And, like, oh, yeah. they're just like, oh, what, a, like, a, a girl can, like, go up and like grab a guy's dick and be like haha funny sexy yeah and which to be fair this is gonna sound bad to be fair probably a lot of guys are like oh fuck yeah but because they have to because <laughs> you can't yeah. you can't be proactive yeah and i think that's horrible so um you know if a guy goes up and does that to a girl it's like sexual assault either way it's sexual assault right. so like yeah. <laughs> yeah no exactly yeah but your best hope now for a guy is to get molested and groped <laughs> because you can't go out and talk to him you'll end up getting a sexual assault charge or something mm-hmm. and look you know the, the whole thing with um toxic masculinity really irritates me because it is not the ultra masculine guy that ends up raping women. Mm-mm. It is always the beta male guy because two things happen. One, when you're a beta male type of dude and you have no intrinsic value in yourself and you can't you can't see that within yourself, your valid is or your validity is established outside of you. Yeah. And you end up thinking of women not so much as like you know a separate entity but as like competition like you're mm-hmm. you're on the same plane so hitting a bitch no problem but if you're a if you're an alpha male type of guy you don't need to hurt a woman at mm-hmm. all you you run away from it because that's like an abuse of power you know yeah. i'm talking physically i'm not talking I'm not talking mentally i know yeah. a lot of you yas bitches are going to be like what the fuck because it's never the guy or i feel like it's never the guys who can get women because of who they are that rape women. It's always the guys that have to do that yes. because they can't get women because they're disgusting. Ex- exactly. And that's that's what I'm saying. The other thing is that with like a, a, a 
hyper masculine type of dude, he's going to have an inflated confidence, some would call an ego. Mm-hmm. And so if he goes up to a, go- a girl, gets rejected, he's like, okay, I'll, I'll take a shot with 16 other girls. Yeah, he's like, oh, one. fuck you. You're yeah. ugly, actually. But when a guy is not very masculine and he gets rejected, that crushes him and he mm-hmm. doesn't like that. And he's like, oh, no, no, I have to get this girl. Yeah, because then that's when like the instinct kicks in of, well, I'm a man, so mm-hmm. I can... I can <coughs> overpower this woman i have the or right. i'm a man and i can get whatever i want i have the right to exactly yeah but if you're like a i think part of the masculine mindset is like nobody owes you anything and you yeah. don't owe them anything but they don't owe you anything so if a bitch rejects you it's some fault with you and you better fix it yeah and that's like the whole thing like i don't think you know if you're if you're a girl who goes to the bar and you're wearing like a bra top or a crop top and like short shorts or whatever I don't see any problem with that and I don't think that you're objectifying yourself in any way like I know at least well I live in fucking Texas so I I mean you know sometimes when it's really fucking hot outside that's like the only option and it's like my my private parts are covered so that's what i don't understand is like it would be different if i was like walking outside with like my fucking bared boobs and whatever but it's also unfortunate for girls who have like humongous boobs because no matter what they wear like they're still going to have cleavage right. and stuff like that but I'm like, if you're if you're wearing an outfit, your private parts are covered, and you're going out in public, and then men are being like, oh, you expect me not to to do this whenever you're dressed like that? Yeah. It just makes no fucking sense, because I'm like, it's not like you can see my vagina or my bare tits. Like, yeah. It's just, it, that that's so stupid to me. And a lot of times too it's like even not even with that. Like you can be wearing like a a dress, a maxi dress that's to your ankles, but just because it's like form fitting, you're a slut. Yeah, and I mean this is the issue with all that stuff is like but the, but that only happens men only say that when you don't when you don't want to have sex with them because i know damn well like before before you reject them they're not thinking that but then the second you reject them they're like oh well you're acting like a slut and you're not gonna have sex with me Yeah, you invited it exactly yeah, no, I know. but i'm like you wouldn't have you didn't think that before like yeah. so well no i mean th- but this is the issue with all this like going back to like the the gay thing and like the you know just the the um insinuation that you like shouldn't rape mm-hmm. is that you and I'm not talking about like rape in and of itself and like actual sexual assault, but like that attitude mm-hmm. is you can't force people to do anything. There is a fine line between what people shouldn't do and then what people can't do. Mm-hmm. Like people can't murder in a society. You just can't have a society where people murder. Yeah. But people shouldn't be racist because it's 
it, it's morally wrong. But you can't like write up a law saying if you say the N word yeah. straight to the gallows because it's just you know it, it goes then you know then you can't say cracker then you can't say anything you can't say any word that is deemed offensive. It's the whole freedom of speech thing because besides like. Well, it's different with threats, obviously, because or things, and this is like something you know that I learned in my fucking lawn ethics class is that you can go out and call somebody the n word, and it's not it's not hate speech because it's not in it's not inciting violence and it's not threatening them, mm-hmm. but you can't go out and say I want to kill all n words. So I feel like a lot of t- and I'm not saying that you should ever say that to somebody like, you know, I, I, it's well, because appalling. You, you can't do the second exactly. one because that puts people in danger in a day in a, or at least in a, a feeling of danger. Yeah, exactly. But when you say a word, you know, a word and it's something that promotes action or like if you go right. out and tell people like you should you should, um, like, punch all gay people whenever you see them. Like, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. That's, and, right. and people think that that's covered by free speech, but it's not. Yeah. And, but you can't, but if you just say, unfortunately, like, whatever, I hate gay people, like, it's not, <laughs> like. Well, also, um, I, I think it's, like, this funny thing. I remember talking to one of my, a girl I knew from Tampa and, um, we were just talking and politics came up and I was like, so what do you think of DeSantis? She was like, oh, I hate him. I was like, why? And she's like, he's trying to take away my reproductive rights. And so I was like, okay. Um, so that's like what dictates your voting. And she was like, yeah. And so then I said, why don't you move? And she was like, well, I have a really good job and like it pays well and I just don't want to move. And I said, okay, so what dictates your voting is not um, your civil liberties. It is your economic liberties. Yeah. This is what m- most people don't realize is that the ultimate liberty is economic liberty. Who gives a fuck about words? If you're making money, what does it matter? If I'm black – and, and I have a guy that just stops by my house every day and just shouts the N-word, but mm-hmm. I'm making six figs. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. If I'm gay and some guy, I walk past him on the street every day and he says, the F-word, mm-hmm. baguette. Yeah. And um, But I'm making fucking 250 and I'm a CEO. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's this fickle... Um, insinuation that social liberties and social respect Mm -hmm. is first and foremost when it's just flat out not go move to if there was a place if there was like a state or whatever where nobody as progressive as could be and nobody said any bad words to each other and it's just peachy keen your dog could be non-binary there nobody cares Mm -hmm. but you make no money it's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, because unfortunately, like, money's everything. Yeah. But it's too... And I'm not saying both don't matter, but yeah. what I'm saying is that obviously your economic welfare is more important 
than your social welfare. Yeah. Because social welfare is all about a feeling. Yeah. And it's like, it gets it gets a little bit like, mm, uh, what's the word? It gets a little bit blurred when you're talking about sexual, whoa, sexual harassment. Because it's, I always think about it in a way that is, somebody's talking about like insinuating some sort of action. That's what I think about it as. Like if, if somebody's making, cause I, you know, I think I've told you about the instance I had at work with this one dude and like mm-hmm. the way he was behaving towards me and stuff. And that was like, you know, sometimes he would say some things that obviously made me extremely uncomfortable, but it like, it's, <sighs> he's unfortunately like allowed to say it and whatever because it's not like he's like insinuating that he wants to physically do something to me um like saying like um just like you know creepy shit like oh my gosh your ass is so nice obviously that makes me feel uncomfortable but okay but then so he should be allowed to say it i'll just kill him yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's what should happen yeah. in polite society. But, like, like if... We'll just say theoretically for purposes of me not stirring shit up. If he were to say, um, like, explicit things like, I want to X, Y, Z to you. Right. That yeah. crosses the line of, like, you saying something creepy about, like, me, the way I look, or my body... And you saying that you physically want to do something to me because that insinuates that, like, you would do it and that you obviously have the possibility of doing it because, unfortunately, anybody can do whatever they want physically. They're going to. Concrete intent. Yeah. They can get punished for it, but they still can do it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 you know, it's, there are things too. I feel like it's the same way I can't say, uh, because I'm not gay, but obviously it would make a gay person uncomfortable if somebody like walked past them and was like, oh, what a F word, you know? Yeah. But it's like, since it's not, I feel like a lot of times there's a difference that people don't recognize between feeling uncomfortable and feeling unsafe. Yeah, that's a good point. Because like, I feel extremely uncomfortable with some of the things people say to me. But it doesn't necessarily make me feel unsafe. I mean, definitely people get to the point where it does make me feel unsafe and that there's a possibility that, like, shit can happen if they're, like, physically saying that they want to act on something rather than just, like, calling me something. You know what I mean? So I feel like a lot of times people mistake being uncomfortable with feeling physically unsafe. Yeah, because there's, I mean, again... He he shouldn't do that. Yeah. But it's not a matter of whether he can or can't do it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, there, th- that's the problem with eradicating morality from culture. Like, we're not, we're not only, not only are we not Christian anymore, we are not moral anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you have now, math is racist because math is objective yeah. And we don't believe in objectivity. We believe in subjectivity. I feel so like everybody yeah. lives in their own world. And and the the bad thing about that is that this is the funny thing about that. 
it's because it's not people in the conservative South are not saying math is racist. It's obviously you know the left, the the urban people. If you didn't already know that, <laughs> um, when you have this propagation of subjectivity and culture, guess what? Some guys are gonna think it's okay to rape. Some guys are gonna think it's okay to be racist. You'll have a plethora of different moral frameworks that you didn't see coming because you told them it's okay to be subjective. Yeah. And I feel like I've I've told you this a lot. And yeah, this is something that like in reality, we can't go back and fix this because now it's just like instilled in history. It's instilled in our brain. It's been passed down and everything. But a lot of the times... People do things because you explicitly say that they can't uh-huh. because and, you know, that's a fact like, um, you know, parents telling their kids they can't drink makes them want to do it more and like not have sex and not do drugs and whatever. So theoretically speaking, if we went back and we never made any laws about like gay marriage or like all like all of this stuff it it depends on what it is truly because you know with like black rights and slavery that's totally different but if we had well in in the first place if we had never told oh this might piss some people off but this is purely theoretical if we hadn't told black people they couldn't vote and we hadn't told people that like white people that people that are black uh shouldn't be able to vote nobody would care and like if we if we hadn't uh told gay people that they couldn't get married and told straight people you know gay people shouldn't be able to get married nobody would care and making laws in the first place which you know this is a big statement because we can't change that because it's in the past but if you go way back to the day where all of this stuff started like nobody would care laws are gay laws are (laughs) laws are just gay (laughs) no but i I agree with you because i am one of those people if you tell me not to do something i'm gonna want to do it but i do call it's literally the call of the wild i forget the word for it there's a term for it but it's like not like intrusive thoughts but like when you're on the road and you're like, I know I shouldn't swerve off this cliff, but for some reason I... Mm-hmm. And like, you know, <laughs> this is going to sound bad because I don't want to do this. But sometimes when I pick up a knife, I'm like, what if I just like took this and stabbed my hand? Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm not supposed to do that. So I feel like that's what makes it appealing to people is because they know they're not supposed to do it. The only reason white people say the N-word is because they know that they're not supposed to. Yeah, but and, and that's gonna be a thing. But do it with cool things. Like I do it with cool things, like the vaccine. You tell me to take yeah. the vaccine. I don't do no, the vaccine. I don't want to do it. Now I don't do it with the N word because that's lame. That's contrived. People do that already. You're mm-hmm. not cool anymore. All right. Stop saying the N word. It's not cool. I just don't understand. Do cooler just, things like not take the vaccine. I will never understand the point of that. Like, why do you? Why do you feel the need to say it? it you know, when you force someone to. Like, just because the thing is, is that people are raised with 
values that are so deeply ingrained in them Mm -hmm. that they can't reverse course. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you tell people that, oh, you know, this thing that you believe is true, but um, we don't. Yeah. Never do it again. They'll be like, well, well, fuck you, brother. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. And, you know, all you can do is let them because what are you going to do? Put them in jail? Yeah. You know, you're going to put them in the lecture hall? As long as they're not outwardly threatening people. Right. Then, you know, I'm not saying people should be racist at all because they shouldn't, but that doesn't mean that they can't. It's not something that you can legislate away. Yeah. That is is some... uh, that's a, a notion in America that we've embraced wholeheartedly. Is Unless they're trying to hate crime people, then if that's there's, different. If there's a problem, just... Make a law. Yeah, make a law. Just have this pile of fucking laws so high up you can't even see anymore. And, like, that's the problem with politics now is that everybody's trying to add on a new fucking law. How about take some of them away? No, take because them all away. Obviously, they ain't working. Yeah, exactly, because look where we're at now. Yeah, but, I, okay, we've got to talk about um, this Greece, Greece Rise of the Pink Ladies. I mean, I've got to see what this is about, because I honestly saved it um, for this podcast, because we saw it advertised on the LGBTQ um fucking, like, you know, slideshow that we get on Roku now, because... <laughs> On a family home device, you get Pride Month slideshows about what's on your program. Okay, let's. I need to find like. I need to find an article about it. Let me find an article. Let's just let's just pull it up on Wikipedia. Well, IMDb. Let's do that. Okay. A brainy misfit sees her reputation decline and her popularity rise when she runs for student council president. You think that's going to be what it's all about? (laughs) So it's a spinoff of Greece, and it is apparently set 10 years prior before um, the actual movie, which is just god-awful anyway. Um... That's like a such a, a pick me thing to like is Greece, in my opinion. I don't mind it, but I feel like a lot of people just love it because it's vintage, you know? Yeah. And that's how I feel about like dirty dancing too. I mean, obviously, like there are masterpieces like West Side Story and is a fucking masterpiece, but I feel like a lot of times now, it's like people liking the fucking Beatles and Elton John. This is a hot take. I hate the Beatles and Elton John. There are maybe like two good songs, but I feel like a lot of people just like them because they're like, oh, it's classic. Right. You know, it's vintage. Right. Exactly. Like, no. Do you, slavery's vintage. Do you <laughs> yeah, like slavery? You there. <laughs> Yeah, that's retro. <laughs> yeah, that's retro. Antebellum South, so retro. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, all right, let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Everything to know about Greece, Rise of the Pink Ladies. Everything to know? I don't want to know anything. Series takes place in 1954, four years before the events of Greece, and tells the origin story of the Pink Ladies, 
Before there was Rizzo, Frenchie, or Jen, there was Jane, Nancy, Olivia, and Cynthia. Those are all cis names. Mm, yeah. The pink lady pledges to act cool, to look cool, and to be cool, and non-binary. <laughs> Till death do us part, think pink. Wow. Ugh. Although Rise of the Pink Ladies is a prequel, it was important to creator Annabelle Oaks to preserve the spirit of the OG movie, which starred John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Fans of the original should be happy, Oaks told EW. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I want to see what this is about. Get, I'm just give me confused, to the progressive. But if it's like on the Pride Month slideshow, don't you think that there would be something more gay about it? Yeah, you know? I mean, there's probably a scene there's where there's probably just all one scene pussies. where a girl's like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to kiss a girl they pick, and then they laugh, and then that's it. You know? Right. Like oh, fucking. I'm seeing the words. Four, follows four fed up outcasts who dare to have fun on their own terms, sparking a moral panic that will change Rydell High School forever. Oh what do you gosh. think that moral panic is, huh? <laughs> there are lots of kids in Rydell who are sick of feeling like they're not welcome here. <laughs> what do you think that's about, huh? Yeah. It, I just I've gotta don't see. I've understand. Gotta know more. I don't understand like spinoffs or like remakes where they just try to totally change the story. Like just make just make a new superhero that's gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It gets confusing when all of a sudden like Superman isn't with Lois Lane. He's with um Lewis Lane. Right. Like it's just like Lewis make a X new Lane. Make a new superhero. Like no and and I guarantee you that people wouldn't have as much of a... And I'm not saying I do, but people wouldn't have as much of a problem with that as they do with somebody just, like, changing the story of it. Right. You know? Because right. it's like, it's already been written. It's already been done. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Especially when it's following written material. Right. It doesn't make sense for it to just be remade and changed like that. Make a new superhero. Right, exactly. It's not, like, they're obviously out of ideas. That's purely, it's not even because, this is what I believe, it's not even because they want to make it more inclusive. It's literally because they're lazy and they have no material. So they're like, oh, people want, people want gay superheroes? Let's just make one of them gay. Because they don't have the creativity to make a new storyline. Yeah, I mean, but the whole thing with superheroes is it's for kids, you know? It's for kids. Well, it's just like, why does the sexuality matter in the first That's place? That's what I'm saying. Like, n no kid was uh, looking at Superman and was questioning whether or not Lois Lane should be a woman, a cis woman. Yeah, or they're not sitting there wondering, like, oh my gosh, did did they fuck? yeah. And like, the same cares. way, the same way, nobody's looking at you know Aquaman and saying, "Wait, why is he not Afro Latino?" Yeah, like nobody gives a fuck, man. Nobody cares. But okay, but, but this is this is where it gets good. Ari Notartomaso, <laughs> who is non-binary, plays Cynthia, a gender non-conforming student who struggles to find their place in the school until the pink ladies are formed. Thank God. The world's changing, boys. She even uses gender language. A non-gendered person. Isn't that crazy? 
Cynthia announced this before putting on a show-stopping performance of New Cool. Watch it here. I'm good. I feel like people, when they talk about outcasts, they don't need to explain why they're outcasts. You know, like, just just say, and this goes with the superhero thing, too. Nobody gives a fuck about their sexuality. Like, if you're just assuming they're straight, then, like, why are you doing that right. in the first place? But also, just, if people say they're outcasts, I doubt anybody's like, well, why are they outcasts? Is it because they have a micro penis or is it because they're gay? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, nobody cares. Just say people don't like them and that people think they're weird for whatever well, reason. Not saying that being gay is weird, but who who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? because people want to be different. Everybody wants to be different. Nobody wants to be just a number in the crowd. And so now I'm different and I'm not, I'm not gay or yeah, right. anything because there are ways to be different, which actually means something whether that rather than just saying, you know, you're non-binary because the thing is, is if you say you're non-binary, you don't have to change a thing. Yeah. I could literally say, and I'm, I dress like the most cis heterosexual male. Yeah. I could say I'm non-binary. I get that card now. But back in the day, you know, you had to be different in like a a, a different way. You had yeah. to like, you know, fucking beat your dad or something. Yeah, it's just it's just like I don't I think that, you know, you should be proud to be who you are as as a person and whatever and you should like like every part of yourself, but you shouldn't you shouldn't How do I phrase this? You should love who you are and everything, but you shouldn't love yourself for the f- for your sexuality. Like I'm yeah. not sitting here being like I'm so proud to be straight. So like that's why I'm like why are you singling out one part of yourself and saying I'm so proud to be gay? Why are you not just saying like I'm proud of who I am as a person because right. that is part of who you are as a person. Right. And that's fine. That's great. Like you you should be proud of who you are, but saying just just making that like the whole thing of how you identify i just don't get it like if people want to do that fine but but like i feel like even if i was gay i i would just be like you know that's fine like i'm fine with that part of myself but i don't feel like i have to i have to make that known who who i fucking have sex with is not anybody's business in the first place it it's a secondary thing, man. That's like a it's, it's a private thing. Like it's, it's just like this is the problem with the culture we've made, and it involves social media and whatnot. Is that we we crave external validation way more than we crave internal validation, mm-hmm. and often internal validation goes completely ignored. Yeah. So when you crave external validation. Guess what? The only way to differentiate yourself is externally yeah. rather than internally. Like I, I like to think I'm a pretty different guy, but it's not because of anything that I do like societal wise. Yeah, it's not outwardly. It's just like who I am. Yeah. You know? And um like that's that's the most annoying thing about all this is like you're robbing yourself of the potential to really grow yeah, and to really be something cool. Yeah. Because you, know? you all have something cool within you. 
I'm getting really kumbaya here. I'm about to cry. <laughs> you all have something cool about yourself, but when you make everything that's special about, about you like your politics yeah or your sexuality right exactly or... it, it, everything special about you is just something for other people to realize on yeah. like twitter or instagram you're gonna go nowhere you're gonna be a vacuous vain person this is why like i treat all disabled people the same i don't yeah. like go up my we watch this is the funniest thing ever so i i'm on a trip and it's me, my friend, and then three other guys. We were watching Love on the Spectrum, which is one of the greatest shows of all time. Highly encourage you to watch it. It's about disabled people. Like, I think it's usually autism. Mm-hmm. Falling in love. Some of them have Down syndrome. Whatever. And um, me and my friend were making fun of it. I make fun of The Bachelor, if not more, just as much. Oh my gosh, yeah. And they were like, two of my other friends, because one of the other ones has a disabled sister, mm-hmm. okay? She was watching it laughing. My two other friends were like, this is so wrong. Like, why would they do this? They're normal people. Yeah. Like, my friend my friend said, why is he drinking? They're not dogs or babies. They're people. Yeah. I'm you know? like, and I feel like it's perpetuate, like th- shows like that have perpetuated the idea that disabled people can only date other disabled people. Yeah. 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 And like, that's the same for like, um, uh, what's it like little, the little people show like, the, I don't, the I don't think it's except, yeah, or dwarfs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I guess the term now is like lol people. I don't know. Uh, lol. Of course. Yeah. But it's, it's like stuff like that where I'm like, I feel like this is another reason. This is just giving other people a reason to be like, oh, I would never date a disabled person because they see shows like this and they're like, they're setting up an environment where disabled people are only dating disabled people. Yeah. And um, like, it's literally just because it's good for ratings and people yeah. will watch it. Like, yeah. that's the only reason. And I was like, the on The Bachelor... People were, I, I don't know if it was last season. I don't know because I only watched it because my roommates watched it. But there was a, um, I think fully deaf girl on The Bachelor, and people were like praising it so much. And I, you know, I was like, that's great and everything. But I'm like, this shouldn't be out of the norm. You right. know, like deaf people should not have to only like date deaf people and when deaf people get lumped into a group of like quote-unquote normal abled people that shouldn't be like a profound thing because it really doesn't matter yeah like uh, like autistic people are uh, what's when when people say like fully functional autistic people they're all functional as human beings, like, because they're all alive. They all obviously can, like, function in some way or fashion. Yeah, they can eat food. Yeah, you know? I'm like, they can function as humans. They can be alive, like, right. everything. So I feel like it's almost more detrimental to those communities because it's just instilling this thought that they can only date each other. Right. And that they can't date, quote-unquote, normal people. Right. Normal, able people. Like... Um, 
you hardly ever see somebody that's like paralyzed with somebody who's completely able-bodied. Right. Even though if you think about it, it's like this. Right. Well, this is like where people get so progressive, it ends up being regressive. The opposite. Yeah. yeah. Like you get in this loop where you go back to square one. Like people who um, bow down, like white women who bow down at the feet of black people in public. It's the white savior complex. Yeah, it may. That's what it, it is. I would imagine it would make you feel uncomfortable because you only give an an exorbitant amount of sympathy to people who you regard as pity. less than you. Yeah. yeah, it's pity. So when like if someone came up to me and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry," mm-hmm. like I'm sorry. I'd be like, get the fuck out yeah. of my face. I'm fine. Yeah. I, in fact, I'm better than you. So you <laughs> should really walk away. It's just like, and this, but th- this sorry. Is, this is a controversial opinion mm-hmm. I have, okay? Special ed people can be bad too, okay? I know that's bad, and I know that's a What do you mean? People oh, think. Oh, like good looking? No, yeah. no, no. Oh. I mean bad people. Oh, because yeah. there are bad people There's bad everywhere. people everywhere, yeah. There are bad uh Regular ed people, yeah. okay? So they're going to be bad special, special ed, ed people. people. So when special ed people do bad things and they're like, oh. It's because they don't know any better. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck no. They're a regular person yes. like you and me. Like, yeah, they have different thought processes and their lives are completely different. That's a given. But you can't. And okay, this is gonna go into like murder and this whole thing. I have never ever understood the insane plea. I know. Like you're obviously not in your right mind unless you're like being attacked and you kill somebody based on that, because that's totally different. Like if you're if yeah, yeah, if it's self defense or yeah, self defense, but. You're obviously not in your right mind if you kill somebody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, whether you're whether you're diagnosed with X, Y, and Z, because because this is the thing. Like, people have taken the insane plea for being bipolar and schizophrenic. I'm bipolar and I have no plan to kill anybody. Yeah, but you have that card now. You can kill. Yeah, I can. Apparently now I can kill because right. I have a mental disorder. Right. But. You're obviously not in your right mind if you kill somebody. That's a great point. So it's a very simple point, but, but people ignore it. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, like, yes, I, you know, people who the only thing that I think is like a fine line is people who are severely schizophrenic because, you know, when you're schizophrenic, you hallucinate, you see things and everything. So if somebody is like that severely schizophrenic to where they're convinced that somebody is the devil and, you know, their brain is telling them to kill them, obvious, I, I feel like that's the only time but at the same time, like, you're not in that person's brain. How would you know? Somebody, and they're like, experts say that he's lying, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, how would you know if somebody is telling the truth or lying? We can't do polygraph tests anymore because they don't work, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
And there's only to an extent that, like, because it's always, like, body language experts. That's always what you see. Or, like, psychologists and everything. There's only to a certain extent that we can understand other people, no matter what level of education that we have. Because no no two people's brains work alike. That's No two people's yeah. brains are the same. Well, it's, it's also, um, I think people have lost the end of what the justice system is for and it's to remove delinquents from society delinquents Mm -hmm. meaning people who cannot function in society yeah so they still can't function in society right i mean that's it and it's unfortunate and i know it's bad to say that i know it's bad to say that but but it's true it's a fact man like if you want to be able to live comfortably there are some people who are just so mentally downtrodden, which is sad, mm-hmm. that just can't be free in society. Yeah. I think that they should be like converged, like mental asylums in prison, like penitentiary, whatever, that level of confinement. Like, I feel like every person in there obviously has something wrong with their thought process. They should all be getting some sort of treatment like that. Some people more than others. But you should still keep those people in confinement, that level of confinement, because, you know, people who take the insane plea and get that, a lot of times they are released, freed as people. Mm -hmm. And... You know, this goes the same for, like, getting out on parole for good behavior. Because they're in jail. If they're in prison for committing a crime like that, and they're given the chance of parole, of course they're going to behave well. Right. Of course they're going to do that. Like, that. I, that's something like else I've never understood. like you have a rapist, and then you put him in prison, and he hasn't seen a woman in, like, six years. Because he can't. Yeah, and then he's behaved well, and you're like, oh, we fixed him. Yeah, for you, he though. hasn't been around women. Right, yeah. yeah and no, like and you like pedophiles, they're like, oh, well, he's changed. Uh, where are the kids? It, right. Where are the kids? Test them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put him as a math teacher. Yeah, exactly. Do that. He'll be teaching him math that's racist and his cock tastes nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. so um, the we're going to have to wrap it up soon, but like the one thing I wanted to... Because <laughs> this article is actually really yeah. funny. My father will send me just obscene articles about like... Uh, Everything under the sun. Yeah, just like the moral corruption of the universe. And yeah. he sent me... This was fun because we were having like family dinner. And in the middle of dinner, he sent me this article. And just reading the title will kind of show you why it's funny. Confirmed. Penn State professor and dog lover accused of bestiality is a longtime liberal who donated to Liz Warren, Hillary Clinton, and John Kerry. Now, at the end of the article, because this is obviously a conservative-leaning website, at the end of the article, it says that he donated, like, only $300. (laughs) So, like, it would insinuate that he's, like, a, a mega billionaire or something, like, donating... I think I could donate more than that. Yeah, but um, so I'll just read some of it. 
Gateway Pundit reported on Thursday that Themis Matsalkas, a 64-year-old professor of chemical engineering at Penn State University, was charged Monday with open lewdness, indecent exposure, sexual intercourse with an animal, cruelty to animals, and disorderly conduct. The charges came after allegations surfaced that he was caught on a trail camera engaging in sexual acts with his dog in a parking lot near Rothrock State Forest in Huntington County, Pennsylvania. You must be so fucking lonely if you have to fuck a dog. Oh, yeah. Well, no, just listen to this. He didn't even fuck it. Listen to this. Quote, different videos captured that the incident allegedly showed Metsalkis moving his iPad to various spots and positions. At one point, investigators said he began to rub his chest and masturbate. He then bent over and pulled the dog's leash, getting the dog to lick his anus while he continued. Oh my gosh. He didn't even fuck the dog. He just got the dog to eat his fucking truffle butter while he jacked off. Oh my gosh. And dude. he's shooting porn too. He's he's filming this. He's like, I'm proud of this. Yeah, he's like, he's this like, is going on the I don't need a woman to keep me happy when I have my dog. <laughs> I have my dog. Man's best friend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's awful. I know. It's so fucking weird. Um. Oh but gosh. yeah, he sent me that, and then um, I just found it hilarious. Did he send the red exclamation points? Oh, this is something I'll say real quick. One of my favorite things I've ever done is classically conditioned my parents to use cringy emojis in a n- unironic sense. Like, I will send them emojis that I use, like, ironically, that are so fucking weird, and now they use them all the time. Yeah, it's really easy. Like with them. the smiley face with the little dot eyes. Yeah. Or like the cowboy hat emoji. Yeah. Or just anything like that. And they like use it. My dad will be like, have a great day. By the way, the weather is so nice in Texas. Cowboy. Yeah. Because he probably <laughs> thinks it means Southern pride. Oh, definitely. Or when it's just like, I don't know. I don't even know what that emoji means. Um, But someone wrote on like on a tweet responding to this said, tell me you're a Democrat without telling me you're a Democrat. They're like, every, everybody, everybody is equal. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck whatever you want. Fuck a plant. Fuck a tree. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny how um the the closeted lives between... Democrats and Republicans distinguish because almost all Republicans are like closeted gay theocrats who like hate gay marriage, but then are like fucking twinks. And then all Democrats who like love gay marriage or something are usually like fucking little girls. Aggressively straight. Aggressively straight, uh, like too aggressively straight. Yeah. You know, like. Like killing all aggressive, have mommy straight. issues because <laughs> yeah. they're trying to like condition little girls into acting how they they thought their mother should. It, right, exactly. Like, tell us that your mom didn't give you enough attention without telling us your mom gave you didn't give you enough attention. Tell us you came off the tit a little too early without telling us you came off the tit uh-huh. a little too early. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, which is. <laughs> it's like <laughs> not well this is a bad segue but 
just talking about that when mom was like, yeah, I breastfed you way shorter than I did your other siblings. Maybe that's why you're the way you are, haha. And honestly, that's probably one of the funniest things she said. Beside earlier when when I was talking to her about a fucking hammer. We have these hammers. That's what we were talking about earlier. We, We have these hammers they come with five parts and you like unscrew them it's like a little russian nesting doll on the and they're like flathead screwdrivers and whatever else and it comes and so i was like haha mom yours only has three parts mine has five and she proceeds to like dismantle the whole thing and proves that she has five and she literally just goes yeah die bitch oh i'm sorry <laughs> And it was so funny. She uh, goes, yeah, I needed to take that back immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris is sitting is in the so corner funny. and he's like, what? I heard that, but I was getting pissed, so I didn't laugh. Yeah, and then I I got pissed and then yeah. everybody got pissed. Classic Hager feud. It happens Yeah, for, for 30 seconds and then it's over. Yeah, and we still have a better family than you do. Yeah. Because you don't know your father because he'd rather fuck... Um, the twenty-year-old stripper that he met—that looks exactly like you. It, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, and then your mom is a fucking Percocet addict who mm-hmm. drinks boxed Pinot Gris, red wine, and Percocets. Red wine, yeah, red wine, red wine. Yeah, it's always red wine. It, it, but it's it's like fake red wine, like Riscato. Red blend. Red blend or Riscato. Yeah. Where it's like not red wine, but it has dye in it. Yeah, or it's like the skinny girl red wine that instead of sugar, it has aspartame in it. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then they crush up the Percocet and put it in the bottle. Yeah, they do. And they don't worry about if they're going to get the whole thing because they're drinking that whole bottle. Oh, the whole thing. And they'll be clawing their way to their fucking their fucking uh, trailer park boyfriend's house later to get some more moonshine and maybe heroin. Yeah, and they're like, it's just one glass, and it's in a fishbowl, and they pour the whole bottle in. <laughs> yeah, the, he said, actually, I spilt the last of my moonshine on the floor over there, and she's like, starts licking it up. That's how bad she is. So our family's better than yeah, yours. Yeah, and then he's sexually attracted to that, and then he fucks a dog. <laughs> <laughs> While rubbing his chest. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had this thought the other day, you know, and it you was- think? Sometimes, okay, that's sometimes I'm proud of you. When I can get past my Cro-Magnon skull, okay, I can think. I'm really surprised. When I ignore, who knew under that widow's peak was a brain? I I know <laughs> it's the receding hairlines because of the receding brain. I think the part of your ears that are missing went to your brain. I think. I think they went to my pecs because. Oh my gosh! It's like he's I got do double D's. Big, it's weird as fuck. He has a boob crease. I, I do. I it's do have weird. a boob crease. It's, it's weird. really weird. They hang over my stomach. It's really weird because I also have rock hard abs, which Ugh, is. Like you're annoying. also missing a belly button because of the rock hard abs. And I already had. I never knew that. I always thought, or I always knew that I hate belly buttons. I'm terrified of them because I used to get scared that if you stuck your finger in there too hard that you would poke a hole and your intestines would fall out and I still think that. So then I realized I was more afraid of somebody not having a belly button than I was of somebody having a belly button because I looked at you one time, realized you didn't have a belly button and I really was uncomfy 
and scared. Here, here's the thing, though. No God. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Brace yourselves. I am aesthetically perfect. I mean, I am. My physical attributes are straight up uncanny. I wish you could see my face right now. I have the Guinness World Record for just looking good. Carson? And I even I don't even have to do anything for it. I'm just am. No, this is what he does. He wakes up at four AM. Oh, he goes God. outside, smokes a cigarette, goes and he benches six million pounds while smoking a cigarette. Yeah, bitch. And then he goes and he meditates and does his little fucking breathing exercises and <laughs> And listens to Andrew Tate. And then he goes and he takes a little rejuvenation nap. I and don't comes, take naps. <laughs> and then he comes downstairs and he writes in his little workout journal. And then he's like, yo, what the fuck have you done today? And I'm a bum bitch. Literally all I do is work at Jersey Mike's and do my stupid schoolwork. And sleep. And sleep. Because I'm depressed. And I'm bored. And I say, and I'm going to call myself the fuck out because Ava Georgine Hager, I don't know if I should say, actually, don't give a fuck. Um, I say, wow, you're a waste of space and you don't do anything that you like. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to change that. Guess what I do? Not that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. You're damn skippy. I don't. So fix it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Drink a fucking Celsius. I can. It gives me a heart attack. Okay. How much do you want it? That's the one thing I have over you is that I don't need caffeine to function. I don't need caffeine to function. Mm. I need caffeine to function optimally. Right. I drink. Which is called addiction. Yeah. I drink 40 milligrams max a day. Besides when I drink those, those are fucking good. Those. Because I feel like it's because they're natural energy and not aspartame, asbestos, black mold in a can, methamphetamine. Yeah. Um, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to take a shot at me? Yeah. I'll kill you. You drink rains. Okay. He, this man drinks, like, enough caffeine. He drinks more caffeine in one day than you're supposed to drink in a week. You're not supposed to pass 400 milligrams. It's 600. No. Yeah. It's 400. Also, though, I could, because of, like, who I am, oh, and God. more importantly, what I am, I could ingest Ebola and be fine. I would be fine. I wouldn't feel a thing, because I am, need I say it again, perfect, okay? Get that through your fucking head. <laughs> I can eat, I can fucking drink, I can fucking munch munch whatever I want and I'll be fine. In fact, I'll be better. (laughs) Yeah, I can't even deny that at this point in my life, I'm a fucking bum. But it's even more ironic because I go to college, I get basically straight A's, I, um, I have a job, and I'm still a fucking bum. At least, at least most bums are like writing a little shitty sh- short story and going on hot girl walks. I don't even do that. I literally get up, put my fucking bu- visor on, my dirty ass uniform, and go ask people if they want it Mike's way. There is honor in that. Mm. 
It's called depression. That's there what is, that's called. There is more honor in that than there is in putting on Lululemon full outfit and going on a hot girl walk to take a picture for your story. Yeah, that's true. And never let go of that. I think one admirable thing. Because that's thing, not virtuous. This is what I was thinking today. So, one admirable thing I have is that I'm unhinged. Right. But in a good way. Like, people post these cute things on their stories and whatever. And this is like, anybody that listens to this is going to be like, oh my god, you saying this is so pick me. But I like... To see how unhinged my Snapchat story can get before people commit me. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's great. And also, I think I'm painfully not delusional to a fault. I wish that I was delusional. Like, I. Stupid. Yeah. I wish that I was like one of those girls that was like, oh my gosh, like, he. He posted um, a picture outside, and he knows I like to go outside, so that means he wants me. I'm like, he posted me on his story and said I was the love of his life. That means he hates me, and he's going to dump me in one week. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. It really is. Somebody could propose to me, and I'd be like, you're trying to kill me. Yeah, exactly. I wish I was more delusional in but that But you know sense. what? That's a gift because you can leverage that into power. The ignorant will always be cattle to be herded, but you have a bright gem glowing inside you, and all you have to do is just pry it open and then just let it glow and say, what the fuck is up, bitch? Because they will never have anything. You have nothing, but you could have everything. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing. You <laughs> guys, this is a cry for help. This this episode is called Ava Has Nothing, and she is on the brink of havoc. Yeah. Please help her. Donate GoFundMe. Um, no more bum. Just kidding. I will always be a bum. But anyway, my day was good. No, well, I'm just kidding. I didn't I'm fucking do anything I'm just today. Kidding. I'm just kidding. No, uh, you're going to be good. You're going to be good. It's a season of change. Carson, shut the fuck up. It's a season of change, and we all go through seasons where sometimes you're sad to be happy. It's a grind, man. It's a grind. You know how people say, like, people are preying on my downfall? People have been executing my downfall for at least six years. Let them. It's the witches. Let them. It's the people who fucking write shit on paper and put it under their bed. Somehow somebody got uh, a a lock of my hair and has been putting it <laughs> under their bed with candles all around it, chanting, fuck you, fuck you, fuck yeah, you, fuck you yeah. for six years. With Nordic sigils all Honestly, around Honestly, I respect the commitment. Because you've been, whoever you are, you've been doing this for so long, it's honestly admirable. And you're doing a good job. Yeah, you're doing a great job. (laughs) Thank you. It is, it's unbearably great. Good for you. Fucking keep it up. I kill them whenever that happens to me. I'll find them. Kill them. Just so you know, I will find you and I'll kill you. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that's gonna, all you need to do. Uh, that's going to get me banned from society. 
That's hate speech. That's a threat. See, guys, that's an example this of a threat. This is just self-defense, though. It is, though. Like the Hebrew commandment, is it, uh, I don't know what it is, thou shalt not murder. Murder is actually, um, the Hebrew word for it is whatever, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Get the fuck out of my face, Prager. But it is, um, it's, it, it's a word that is about murder, which means innocent killing, not self-defense. Self-defense isn't murder. So, if, if you want to kill someone just the way to morally justify it is to say that, like, it's not a killing of an innocent, which in this case this isn't because this is voodoo, black magic witchcraft. Yeah, they've they been wreaking be havoc in my soul. They need to be eliminated. Yeah. Fact of the matter. Mm -hmm. um, but no, you'll be fine. We're all fine. It's fine. fine. I'm fine. I'm telling you, drink caffeine. Mm -mm. It helps. I feel like when I drink caffeine, honestly, it makes me more tired or have to shit my brains out. All right. I mean. I'll, I'll try. Well, I told you about how when we were driving to wherever the fuck you were, Fort Walton or whatever, I drank a rain and I literally had to tell mom I had to pull over because I was tweaking. And I tweaking was like, is fun, though. No, 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 no. I Maybe was not driving and I was like, what is in my chest? I feel that every day. I drink an energy drink before work, and I'm greeting a table, and I'm like, on the inside. I'm like, and my heart is barely keeping up. Barely. Dude, one of my coworkers, I swear, every single time, he, he'll walk into the walk-in. He'll open up a can of Monster. All of a sudden, the can's empty when he closes the door and comes out, smushes it, throws it in the trash can. An hour later, the most I see him go thing. into the walk-in, open up a can. All of a sudden, he walks out. It's empty. Tell me you are um, the son of siblings without telling me you're the son of siblings. True. You are inbred if you're... If you're shotgunning monster in the walk-in of Jersey Mike's. I feel like that's the Jersey Mike's demographic. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But we got to wrap this one okay, up. Okay, yeah. All right. Any final thoughts? Um, I aspire to be Kamala Harris, Kamala, whatever her name is, and um, Taylor Swift. I'm still waiting on you to sue me. So go ahead and do that. See if I care. I'm just glad I could be on your mind. I aspire to be um, an accountant mm. with a slab house in um, Sardonia Falls, which is a suburb in Hamilton Mill. Yes. And have three kids of which they do the same thing and um, die with 50,000, which is a good bit, but not anything extraordinary. Like I didn't do anything exciting in life. And um, my, the only happiness I ever felt was not having my children, not my wedding ceremony, but Sundays watching the Atlanta Braves play. Because mm -hmm. baseball is the best. Right. But that is, that is all, correct? That is all. Okay. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Check our shit out. These will be posted soon, so you better fucking pay attention. And if you're a woman, sit.